here we are. What's that look? I'm listening because I figured you were just recording it right now. Well, I am recording it just now, but I didn't know if you wanted to chime in with. You said um, you wanted to do it on your own. Well, do you want me to do it on my own or would you like to? I meant. meant, (laughs) It would become so amenable. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening right now? I don't know. I don't know. Um, We've recorded so many episodes and talked to so many great people that we had enough for a bonus episode. So enjoy. Yeah. And if you're like, wait, it's not Monday. It isn't Monday. It's Thursday. Unless it is Monday, wherever you are and you're listening to that now. Is there any part in the world where it's Thursday one place and Monday somewhere else? I don't think so. You sure? Maybe somewhere in Asia? No. No? Okay. But yes, we have a cool extra interview mm-hmm. and something fun. And it follows up with our fruitcake episodes and our throwing episode. Right? Kind of? What? A throwing episode. Well, if if people liked episode uh, 53, where we talked with Hayden from uh, Collins Street Bakery, or they liked episode 40, where we talked with Jimmy from the Black Pudding Throwing, and I don't know why I'm linking these two. Maybe it's just the idea of food and then the idea of throwing. Put those together. Lobbing, sorry. Food and lobbing. But Genesis And and quirky fundraisers. Quirky fundraisers, which is pretty much everything else we've ever covered right mm-hmm. and nudity yeah. and wait i don't think people are naked when they throw fruit no cake. but we cover a lot of nudity we do yeah i just don't know if we should like be encouraging people to show up to this thing naked <laughs> although we could be. Oh, it's in colorado it is called but it still might be a little breezy all right it's fine all right so it's thursday not monday unless it is monday this somehow goes into our food and lobbying category of episodes. Uh, this is an extra bonus one, and you probably shouldn't go there naked, but if you do, maybe wear sneakers. And call us afterwards for an interview. Yeah, call us, definitely. Yeah, drop us a line. This is why, with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Talk about the annual fruitcake toss. Is this a BYOF event or do you supply the cakes? Well, a little of both. We've got people who put their fruitcakes in the freezer and every year pull it out for this one day, throw it, and then put it back in the freezer. Of course, it needs to thaw a little bit uh, before they just go chuck a really heavy fruitcake into the air. But we do offer rental fruitcakes, and we make those here with our staff. And if you don't have your own fruitcake, uh, we'll pro- provide one for you. And they all have to be one pound. So that seems to be a little more difficult for people if they, say, receive a two-pound fruitcake. Right. want to take that down. Is there a judge that goes around and determines the uh, appropriateness of each cake prior to the tossing? Or is that something that after the fact is sort of is it like a horse essentially do you weigh it before and after how does that work (laughs) when people arrive with their own fruitcakes they will visit our tech inspect station and um, this year i'm excited our our local code enforcement officer is going to be volunteering so (laughs) making sure those cakes are within the required limits before they toss so they will be approved before they're allowed in the competition so what are the ground rules of the fruitcakes 
Okay. They're Round one holes. pound. One pound must be edible, contain flour, nuts, and glossied fruits. So those are the three requirements. Um, and weigh one pound and be sort of rectangular in shape. We say that loosely because there's a man that's been coming every single year with his round thing that we're pretty sure is a softball, but he's also in his seventies and nobody's really going to say anything to him about it. So damn it, Chet, you got to ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> right. Yeah. I also noticed there is a pneumatic gun or cannon category. There is. Uh, and what sort that... of implements are people <laughs> implements of destruction are people bringing in for this? <laughs> well, there are a few. So in years past, and maybe I should start here, um, this event used to take place at our local high school. Um, now, the high school field only goes as far as a, a football field and a track goes. So when these devices were coming in that were robotic, pneumatic, we were chucking fruitcake not only across the field, but through the neighborhood and into people's screen doors. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> living at a golf course (laughs) yes only you know golf ball might break your window your screen door will assume all of that fruitcake madness and be caked on for god knows how long through the winter residents weren't really appreciating that so much so the event was moved down to our local park since then we haven't had as many come um, and it's really hard for us to measure distance with those high-powered machines so um we call it an exhibition at this point. If you have a three-man slingshot, you have a trebuchet, a large catapult, or some sort of pneumatic device, bring it down. We'll stop traffic. You can chuck it as far as it goes, um, and everybody will clap and cheer. And that's really what a lot of our spectators want to see. They want to just come and see these guns blow the fruitcake as far as they possibly can. And what's the turnout like usually for this ridiculousness? It's weather dependent a lot of years. On really beautiful days, we'll see upwards of 500 people come out. Um, when the weather's really frosty, I mean, we go forth and we'll have those diehard 150 to 250 people still come out. What's the backstory to this? How did fruitcake tossing become a thing in Manitou Springs? That's a great question. Uh, Manitou Springs is a very unique, fun and funky creative district, actually, in Colorado. So we have a lot of artists, a lot of influential, um, different types of media. When I say artists, I mean uh, musicians, um, painters, potters. So already the culture here is more than you might see in most small towns. Mm -hmm. Having said that, uh, we have an unofficial motto of keep Manitou weird. And back in the 90s, when our Chamber of Commerce was sitting around wondering what we're going to do in the off season to encourage some tourism. Somebody thought, well, I've, everybody's got this fruitcake they get every, you know, winter time from aunt Marcy. What are we going to do with that? Let's, let's have an event where people bring them out to the park and throw them, see how far they can go. So what is the goal of the competition? What can you win? Well, the goal is to be fruitcake king or queen. And this year we will crown both. So you win the most categories to receive that title. And our four categories are going to be distance, accuracy, speed, and balance. So distance, pretty simple as far as you can throw it with your arm. Accuracy is going to be through three hoops, one of which is going to be largest to start, and then they get smaller as you progress. 
If you get it through all three, you move back and you do it from a further distance each time. And then speed, we actually have our local Rocky Mountain Vibes come out, um, local baseball team, and they do our speed capturing with their speed gun. So how awesome. fast can you throw a fruitcake? <laughs> and then balance is a head-to-head -head obstacle course. Your fruitcake must sit on a spatula and you must get through the obstacle course as fast as possible. If you drop the fruitcake, you must stop, put the fruitcake back on the spatula before continuing. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you if you win, if you are crowned, does that if you're come fortunate with, enough to be crowned? <laughs> if you're you fortunate enough to be crowned, yes. <laughs> does that come with sort of an obligatory tour? Like, if you're crowned Miss America, do you have to go on <laughs> appearances throughout the year, or do you just get a sash and a crown? Do you, what happens? Well, you sit upon the fruitcake throne. <laughs> yes. Um, in addition to all of your bragging rights, of course. Um, your name is, is engraved into the fruitcake throne. Um, you hold that honor for a year. Now, the book tour might happen sometime in the future, but we don't have anything <laughs> for that yet. Is the, this competition, does it involve any sort of charity as part of this? Or are we all just laughing at the fact that, relatively speaking, we will all be dead soon? <laughs> um, I don't think we laugh about morbidity until we get towards uh, October. We have a different event for that. But oh. <laughs> in, uh, in the beginning of the year, um, we actually do take donations for our local food pantry. So mm -hmm. instead of buying a ticket to toss, you can bring a canned item of food in exchange for your ticket. Have you had any repeat winners? Is this something that uh, many are chosen, few are called? Well, last year, our winning um, family, I'd like to call it, um, won in every category. So we have different age groups to make it more fair. So we mm -hmm. have a 10 and under, an 11 to 17, an 18 to 59, and a 60 plus. So uh, one family last year won in actually three out of four categories. So we called them pretty much the fruitcake family. And uh, they <laughs> yeah. were quite proud. And and along with um, winning king or queen or in the kids category, you get little prizes, little local gift certificates, um, something we call Manitou money, where you can spend it in town, um, fruitcake towels or t-shirts and, and other little swag. Now, according to a bunch of completely unreliable websites, um, <laughs> fruitcake toss day is on January 3rd. Is there, are you, you said it was just sort of started as a, well, let's get people into town and throw these things around. Is there correlation to that? Is that why you do it in January or is it simply because of the holdover from Christmas? Well, actually, when the chamber first started this in 1996, it was the first Saturday in January. Fruitcake Toss Day was named for our event. Sweet. Wow. That's mm -hmm. pretty hardcore. Yeah. Whole day. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> You're on the national day calendar and everything. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Although we don't do it on that day anymore, which... Was there a reason for Jesus yeah. wasn't born on December 25th either. <laughs> Make a good point. That's good. <laughs> so what's the info for this year? It is the, the 25th of January. So mm -hmm. last Saturday of the month from here on out. And it's mid-afternoon, just a couple hours, 1 to 3 p.m. in the park. Snow or shine. We'll do it. For more information, go to manitousprings.org slash events slash fruitcake dash toss. Be sure to follow Why the Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
and check out our YouTube channel for some additional great Y content. If you're so inclined, please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Today's show was produced by myself and Heidi Hedquist, our reluctant executive producers are John Sove and Sandy Stone. Our graphic designer is Samantha Mustonen. Our intern is Randy Jeanette. The theme song was performed by the Electrosynthno Magnetic Polyphonic Orchestra. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?